But just to go through the game first anyway, Wrexham drawing 0-0 at Mansfield. Excellent result, I would say, against a side that is unbeaten. Only three teams going into today unbeaten in the whole country. Arsenal, them and Solihull Moors. And that is a hell of a good 0-0. We rode our luck a little in the first half, but defended resolutely. Conquo made a good save, touching a reed shot onto the post. Keeler Dunn hit the post of a tremendous snapshot. But in the second half, Wrexham with the better side. Hayden made contact with their header from a corner, and luckily for him, it didn't put it either side of the keeper. Uh, Palmer got it really well and planted a header just wise. And I think all in all, it looked like a really an even game over 90 minutes between two extremely song sides. Would you agree with that, Jay? Um, yes, I, I do think Mansfield were the better side throughout the game. They created the the more convincing chances, let's say. But in my opinion, I was so delighted that the defence looked organised and we didn't concede any silly goals or any mistakes made. Arthur Conquo was man of the match for me. He made some cracking saves. He does look like the real deal, I must say. Uh, but all in all, really, really impressed. A really good draw, a really good result, and a clean sheet in a really, really tough place to go this season. Not many people, be, not many teams will be able to do that. I can re just watching Mansfield this that game. Then I, I can really see them really pushing for that top three, one of the top three places. Oh yeah, they look very, very good, don't they? I think that's. Maybe the best team we played this season, but I thought we got better in the second half. We got a lot tighter on them, kept them at arm's length, and they were essentially shooting from outside the box. And even when they were looking good, most of their efforts were outside the box. There was another one I forgot to mention when Keeler Dunn managed to get between the centre-backs and a free header probably should have done better, but put it straight out of Conquo. But um, I'm happy. I'm, I'm very pleased with that. Um, I must say that... Uh, Already on the comments. Oh my gosh, I need my glasses. Um, oh, nobody can see me because apparently they're going to see my uh, <laughs> my mic. So I should put my glasses on, shouldn't I? Um, Nick Knack. Is it Nick Knack Vonick? Says Che looks lovely. Yeah, you see? So you're looking good, my friend. <laughs> but then Andy Stadniski says, Mark, sounds brilliant. Why, well, I'm brilliant, Andy. Don't you worry about that. Um, <laughs> I am using OBS. But this was supposed to work before. The way I look at it, who wants to see me? I'll stick my mic over there and I'll lurk by here. Then maybe you can see a little bit of me, <laughs> you lucky devils. Um, looking on for the actual game. Um, I mean, Andy's saying good goalkeeping. Happy with the clean sheet. Disappointed we couldn't respond with anything. Um, he saw Mark. Well, not there. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I mean, a conquo. Firstly, he's got to be very pleased with himself. He has two clean sheets out of three, and he looked very, very sure footed today, didn't he? He he just looks quite relaxed, doesn't he? For you know, for a keeper, um, how old is he? Twenty two or twenty one? Mm. You know, you can tell he's been trained at a really high pedigree at Arsenal. He looks good with the ball of his feet. His distribution's really good. He's tall. He's physical. I really do think we have a really good prospect on our hands here. I really do. Looking at the three games, I mean, firstly, the first match, he had no crosses to deal with whatsoever, and playing against an academy team that were keeping it on the floor. Um, like you say, he's tall. Is he physical? Is that something he needs to work on a little bit? I'm not being critical. I like the look of him a lot. But, you know, corners, he tends to stay out of the crowd. 
maybe that's not the worst idea. We've got big defenders who can deal with things, but he, he doesn't tend to want to get involved in that sort of scrapping match when with his height you might wonder if he can reach over people to punch clear and maybe that's something he could work on i'm i'm nitpicking here. maybe it's something maybe it's something he could work on remember he is only 21 yeah uh he wouldn't have maybe not have developed yet maybe it's something that the you know the strength and conditioning coaches at the club will work on with him maybe make him a bit stronger but to be honest with you mark i, I can't really see much wrong with what you know the three goals on Saturday that you can see that couldn't you know I don't think he could have done anything with them no no and he made a couple of extra he made a couple of really good saves on Saturday as well and he made some really good saves and kept in the game today so mm. I've been really impressed with him so far for you know it, it's a lot of pressure playing for Wrexham at this moment in time especially being a young player and being a goalkeeper the most high pressured position in my opinion so far he, he looks pretty relaxed and takes everything in his stride yeah Stephen Payton asks where is Ford is he injured I think he must be on the basis of apparently so he would use him wouldn't you that's yeah. on commentary yeah yeah um a few other comments as well uh there's Rob Davis saying we certainly could have stolen it at the end Bill Long whoever he is saying we'll look back on that as a cracking result at the end of the year uh, and also um, that one Canuck saying, hey, guys, not the worst result. We were quite lucky to not concede in the first half. I think that's how, all of those things are exactly how I see it. Although I, I, I feel slightly more optimistic in a way than, than because having not conceded in the first half, I thought in the second half, away to a very strong team, I, I thought we did well. Maybe we didn't carve out many clear chances, I accept, but... I thought we had more of the ball in them in the second half, and I thought we looked much more threatening in the second half. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, we didn't really, as you said, we didn't really have many clear cut chances, but we also stopped them from doing the things that they were doing in the first half as well. So, defense as a defensive performance today, I think it's exactly what we needed to, you know, to keep a clean sheet away from home against a really good side. It. It's good for our confidence defensively going into a big game on Saturday against another really good side. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Cody Dubois, I'm so sorry. My eyesight's not as good as I thought it was. Cody Dubois says, Why do you think we aren't playing Fletcher, giving Fletcher more minutes? Seems like he has pl plenty of time to work back to fitness by now. Um, right. My theory on this, I don't know, Che, you might have a different take on it, is there's two elements of this. One is what um, Parkinson said after Fletcher's debut about not wanting to overuse him and injure him, you know, because he had no preseason essentially. And so I think he felt he was very, very low on, uh, on minutes and that if he was to over push him, then he might uh, actually be, you know, sort of break down and pick up an injury. So I think he's being careful because of that after a long layoff, not wanting to push him too hard. I think the other part of it, though, is Palmer. Palmer's been superb. You know, look at today. We didn't bring Fletcher on until the 86th minute because Palmer's leading the line superbly. So I think that's also an issue for Fletcher in terms of getting into the game because yeah, he's got the bloke doing the same but, job as him really well. And it's yeah. nice to have Fletcher coming off the bench and making an impact. 
But for me, I, I see I don't see Fletcher as a starting player. No. You, you you have your Palmer or your Dalby to play the the vast majority of the ninety minutes, uh, rough up the defenders, and when tight you know tired defenders for the last 10-15 minutes, you bring on Fletcher who has a bit of magic in his boots, like a Glenn Little back in the day, you know rope a dope him up, and then you know he shows a bit of class. I know Glenn Little's a different position, but you know a bit of class, a bit of experience, and can create a bit of magic out of nothing. Um, I, I would see Stephen Fletcher as that super sub role rather than a start in the starting eleven. I don't really. I think I think we must. I don't think we've offered him that. And he played most of last season, didn't he? In the Scottish Prem, he he played most games and started a lot more than he came on a sub for. So yeah, I I think we brought but, him in to start him. But but the, the issue is, as you said, you know, with his age. He, if he breaks down starting now, an injury is is part of a career could really, you know, his age and his career could really take him out for the whole season. That would be that wouldn't be very good. I'm really happy with the way Palmer's playing at the moment. So I I don't really want. I'm really happy with the way Stephen Fletcher's coming on and making impact as well. Yeah. Oh, I agree. But you know, I think I I think Fletcher will be getting starts later on in the season. It's the way I look at it, at least, you know. Um, let's have a look. See, um, storyboardist says Palmer was excellent tonight, both holding off defenders and nearly got a goal against his old side. Um, <laughs> Bill says that Fletcher's no look pass to Cannon was ridiculous. Oh, we were a little bit unlucky that we that that didn't come off as well, weren't we? McLean, ah, oh, what what a chance at the end to win it. Deflected cross from Cannon. Slashed at it, put it way off target, corner of the six-yard box. It was a proper Jamie Records goal, just screaming out, and he didn't manage to nail it. Yeah, so, such a shame. But again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too disheartened. I, I thought today was a decent performance. Yeah, Andy Stadniski, the second half was much better. Hopefully, we can build on this for the weekend. Feel like we need to make subs quicker. Yeah, I, I, interesting point. He didn't rush to change things. I mean, I thought that by the second half we'd settled well and and looked good, and I thought that was why he didn't. But um, it's an interesting point, isn't it? When you when you got a tough away game, do you gamble or do you accept that you're holding my arms length? We're looking quite threatening, and you keep it as it is. And I guess that's the manager's call, isn't it? Really? Yeah, and thank you. Would you like to see Jordan Davis come on for Elliot Lee today? That's what show, show a little bit, of, yeah. Just just to show a little bit of a different look. I, I'm not criticising Elliot Lee, but I don't think he had his best game against Crew. I think the conditions didn't help. For, you know, for the way he plays football, and today I don't think he had a particularly bad game, but he, he didn't look at his best. I think yeah. it might have been nice to see Jordan Davis come on and have a little bit of a cameo too. Like I said, Richard Holloway thought that, and um, I thought that as well. Actually, I thought Davis would get a bit of a. 20 minutes or so, because Lee was working very hard as always. He wasn't really getting that much of an influence on the game. I thought, again, I know I'm a stuck record, and I keep saying this, I thought James Jones was unlucky to take it off, because again, he put a hell of a good shift in, covering lots of ground. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm just looking here. Um, Teach me how to wreck some, hey, Ram, says... Um, Oh, I've lost it now. <laughs> that was clever. I shouldn't say loads of people. Mansfield defence was amazing. Is there a way we could press in a similar fashion? 
I would say yes, but I would also say they didn't do the same in the second half, did they? They looked a bit more tired and leggy, I thought, in the second half. And they weren't getting as close to us. So I think, you know, if when they were putting that sort of pressure on us, they'd forced chances and taken the lead in the first half, they'd have been happy and would have maybe sat off a little and defend their lead. But they didn't. And I thought that their intensity as the game went on diminished and we were allowed to find space and break on them. So, you know, there's yeah. there's up and downsides, aren't there, of that sort of high-energy pressing. You can't keep it going off and for 90 minutes. And also, if your press doesn't work, and I thought we passed out of the back better in the second mm-hmm. half, which meant that they had to back off a little because if we start passing through their press, they're going to be totally exposed. If they send five players into our half and start pressing the ball and we get through that, they're wide open. So I think, yeah, I, I think that it, it's a good tactic. It's exciting to watch when it works. But when it doesn't work, it can break down quite easily. Now, you as an Aston Villa fan, Jay, as well as Wrexham, will know that after, well, I mean, the classic example of a pressing team breaking down Villa against Liverpool a couple of seasons ago when this yeah. Liverpool team get, uh, comes up against a side that can pass through the press and let in seven goals. I think today, it just shows, I think the pressure, I think they would have, would have looked at the Stockport game, for example, and seeing, you know, if they would have got an early goal against us, they might have put two or three, you know, a passes. I think that was their plan. You know, really try and press us early, get 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 one in front, and we might crumble. But I think all credit to the defence today. I think the back three played really well. I was quite yeah. shocked to see Tom O'Connor play in, in the left side of centre half position. But I think Will Boyle's been out of position a few times. I think he's played well, but he's been out of position a few times. He's not quite synced up with the other mm. with the other two centre halves. I think today we looked a lot more balanced and a lot more organised. So, yeah, I, I was really happy with the defence today. Yeah, I thought the defence did look nice and and solid, didn't it? There's some comments here about uh, you know sort of the second half being better than the first. L Jones says. Uh, first half reminded me of Chesterfield away the last two seasons when we were totally played off the park. Yeah, I can I can buy into that. Another great halftime motivational talk from Parkinson, and much more even after the break. Yeah, I, I can see that. Graham's Jones, Graham Jones, we need to understand the matches for ninety minutes. We played for forty five, um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> also talking about Davis. Teach me how to Wrexham says Lee also has four yellows. Does that impact his play? That's a fair point because he, as you said, the last couple of games he's not quite been himself, has he? Maybe it's because he's aware he's a, he's one yellow from a suspension. Yeah, that is. That is yeah, I didn't even think about that to be honest. Mm. Did that. Um, Good spot. Do we have crew next Tuesday? Isn't it in, yeah. in the card? Yeah. Well, maybe if he gets a cheeky yellow on um, oh that day. That might be, you know, that might be it. <laughs> Don't but, say that out loud. It might happen. I mean, accidentally, it could happen. But to be fair, Elliot Lee isn't shy of a tackle. The yellow card will come at some point yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't overdo it and get a red. Yeah. yeah the, don't do a bar. Yeah, the way, <laughs> to, to be fair, the, the way Elliot Lee does those crazy sliding tackles, sometimes I do worry that he'll get one horribly wrong at some point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a better praise here. Richard Holloway is praising Mendy. Um, yeah. 
and absolutely right. I thought he did ever so well out of position. I, I was going to ask you about Mendy. What, how do you think he played? Considering you know, I think the first the first few minutes he was, you know, maybe struggling to adapt. But mm. second half, I thought I thought he was excellent. You know, it, it, and the left, you know, the left wing back, right wing back position. Yes, it's a similar sort of role. But when you're opposite, when you've got an opposite foot on the other side, it's mm. it's, it's hard to cut in if you're not used to playing that way. Yeah. And I think he adapted really well. Absolutely. The way I looked at it is that. I mean, he's on the wrong side. Defensively, that can be an advantage in a way, especially if you're up against an inverted winger. And Mansfield did have players trying to cut inside him, so they're coming onto his stronger foot. So defensively, that can be okay. And I thought defensively, no problems whatsoever. Um, but like you say, at first he looked a bit awkward. In the first half, he looked a bit awkward when he's actually trying to come forwards because obviously... He wants to come inside. He doesn't want to go around the outside on his weaker foot. He ran into a couple of little pressing traps and couldn't get his way back out of it. Um, but then the second half, I mean, we all talk about Parkinson's enthusiasm, but let's be honest, Parkinson is an astute tactician, and I'm not sure whether he, it looked to me like he'd had a little talk to Mendy about how to use his left foot when he was going forwards. And he started making those breakaways. He started coming and going inside rather than down the outside channel and letting someone else overlap him. And I thought yeah. he was a really good outlet. So in the first half, I didn't think we had much down the right-hand side. I thought when we looked to have something down the right, it tended to be Palmer coming out to try and make a, you know, another body out on the right-hand side and trying to win the ball there and play it from, from outside. But... In the second half, I thought Mendy got forwards. You know, did he just gain a bit of confidence after having a solid first half and thought, yeah, I can I can do this? Or did Parkinson just suggest? Or even just say to him, look, don't worry about it. Get up that pitch. Get down the inside channel and yeah. see what you can do. But I thought he was excellent. I thought it was a lot of good performance. Um, just kind of on that then, Mark, going into Saturday, do you start the same team again? You know, we're going to be playing away from home. You know, avoiding a loss is the most important part, really, isn't it, when we play in these quality sides? Mm. Good question. I think if there's a, 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 despite Mendy's performance, I think if there's a right-footed wing-back fit, which I guess we're talking about forwards, I'd still be inclined to use that player there. Um, I'd be quite happy with Mendy switching to the left because the way he plays, he certainly doesn't deserve to, to miss out. I don't see the strikers necessarily changing unless they're tired. Uh, and the midfield operated quite well. Another of the impressive performances for me was George Evans. thought he was excellent in mm -hmm. the central midfield. Broke so much up. Uh, hey, just as I said, uh, Mia Roberts, now, she knows about football, um, saying that, uh, I've lost it, George Evans for me was the one today. I, I would have made him out of the match actually as well. Love his determination to win it back every time. Yeah, he broke so much up. And he's a good passer of the ball. I think he's quite conservative in, in the way he protects the ball. But that's okay because he's protecting the ball. But he he breaks a lot up. He makes interceptions in the box. He makes headers. I really enjoyed that. I, I thought he was really, really good. Do you think he could be the missing, what well, he was the missing piece for maybe a lot of last season and the start of this season? Do you think he could be a real... Key player for us this season. I think I think it's so. Although it's interesting to me, I thought we'd use him more just sitting in front of the back three, and we yeah. still don't play like that with him in there. He still will step up the pitch a bit, but he makes a lot of big tackles, doesn't he? And the 
in the last mm. third and, and in the, the back half, if you like, of the middle third. So basically half the pitch when I think about it. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> but he's, you know, in his own half, he's good, isn't he? He, break, he stops attacks. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Lost show fan also says, Mia, quite right. Evans is class. Um, I, I thought that Hayden was very good as well. Yeah, I would have said either a Concord or Hayden for man the match, personally. I thought Hayden looked back definitely that his best. I thought Toza looked good as well today. So as I said, I, I, I was impressed the back three today. Um, Tom O'Connor had a couple of misplaced passes in the, in the first half. But again, I do quite like Tom O'Connor at the left-sided centre-half as well. Yeah, I thought we looked solid enough, don't we? I, I like Tozer as yeah. well. He, he defended the six-yard box very well, didn't he? And yeah, yeah. yeah I, I enjoyed Tozer's performance. I thought he was he was really good, especially after what I don't think there was a bad performance today. No, um, no. I think everyone looked solid. I, I think so too. Matthew Welly makes it. Welly, Welly, sorry, Matthew. Weller makes a good point, saying we just need more service up front. I totally agree. It, there's a, you know, I think Palmer and Mullen played well with what they were given, but in the second half we got the midfield closer to them and they started to be able to combine. In the first half they didn't get much to work with, um, and I agree. I think that's something we should look at. But I thought in the second half it was getting there, so I was, I was pleased there. Yeah, I agree. Um, I saw another one. Oh, yes. Now, Paul Bell, should we be worried about being six points down from the leaders nearly a quarter of the way through the season? I mean, I I would say no. What What do you reckon, Oche? No, no. I, I think we need to get out this National League mentality where top goes up automatically. You know, there's four spots to get promoted this season. I think... If we're in and around the playoff areas, come last, come towards the last ten games of the season, I'll be really happy. Yeah, I, I mean, I want us to win the league. I've got to be honest, but having said, well, I know you do as well. Sorry, I don't, I'm not trying to imply that you're not that fussed. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you, Che. But although I, I do, I did see the video of Wes's first ever goal, and I'm sort of thinking you might be, <laughs> you might be hoping that you know if we don't go up, you'll get a start next season. Um, yeah. <laughs> him and Fletcher up front we divide their their average age as a really promising young striker um, <laughs> but no I, I I agree there's three automatic spots it is only a yeah. quarter of the way through I mean I'd argue nobody's fully found their rhythm I know Notts County have had some good results but they've had some bad ones as well um, nobody's fully found their rhythm I feel that there's scope for us to improve and step on another level and probably some teams uh, playing at their absolute peak at the moment, so I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm calm about it. I mean, if we end up in the playoffs, okay, fair enough. But that's a, that's a good first season back in the football league. Exactly. Um, but I, I want to aim higher than that personally. But and I don't think there's any reason why we shouldn't do. I mean, six points off the top. How, how many points are we off third? I don't know. But you know, I, I'm, I'm happy, and I think that's, you know, we drop points to some teams today, but. Well, they'll go to Mansfield and lose because Mansfield yeah. is strong. I, 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 and I get, yeah, I, I understand that you want, you know, we all want Wrexham to win the league. Mm. I get it, but I don't feel the need to put unnecessary pressure on our players. You know, we're not in the National League now. There's not this complete sense of urgency. Mm. Let's 
just focus on having a decent season. First season back in the football league for a very long time. And let's just make, have a bit of fun. And I think if we take the pressure off the players and there isn't this crazy pressure like there has been in the National League some years, I think if we if we reach the playoffs, I think we'd have a really good crack at it and we wouldn't be a side that many teams would want to play. Well, the multitasking spitball idea, he's still spitball idea on YouTube, fair play. Uh, on the way back from Mansfield. No, hang on, yeah. Says six points from the leaders, but only three from the automatic promotion spots. And that sums yeah. it up. We're one point away from that. So, yeah. It's, it's Don't look at the table till after Christmas. <laughs> I think we'll have a Christmas more clear... Day, look at that table because, mmm, turkey. <laughs> bread sauce. I love bread sauce. I like bread sauce too. Cranberry sauce and the turkey. Excellent. We'll start off the Wrexham Bread Sauce fan club. I think it's got to be done. A um, few people derailed saying we need Fletcher on earlier. Um, Alex, yeah, I, could, oh, sorry, go on. I would have liked to have seen Fletcher come on five, ten minutes earlier today, I think. Yeah. I think he might have been able to create a little, that little bit of magic to separate both the sides. Jared Chapman says he thinks we'll get 60-plus minutes of Fletcher on Saturday. Three games in eight days probably made a difference in how late he came on. That's a fair comment. And yeah. I like this perspective, Rock Phonic. As long as you don't get relegated, does it matter that much? Um, exactly. I, I agree, because we're no longer in that awful, stressy set position where we're a lower division than we should be. But you know what? You know what? I developed a, a hankering last season for going up. I found it quite fun. I think it could be addictive. I reckon let's try it again. I don't want to wait another 20 oh. years. I mean, imagine the state I'll be in by then. I, I, I get you. I do understand where you're coming from, but you know, if we don't go up this season, we keep the the a big part of our squad. We'll build even better for the, for the next season, and then we'll have a stronger squad going into League One because League One is a very very good standard. You are clearly pushing for a contract for Wes, aren't you? Very well done. That's just, I like it. I like it. Target um, man, world's smallest target man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phonic says, I've never had bread sauce. See, we've gone off the topic. Big fan of cranberry, though. <laughs> Spitful idea, bread sauce? You mean butter? No! Bread <sighs> sauce is it's, it's a curious thing. Bread. It makes one man laugh, makes another man sing. Turns your heart into a little white dove. That's the power. The power of bread sauce. I'm oh, sorry, I'm gone old Huey Lewis. Um... Yeah, you you rip bread up into little bits, drown it in milk, cook it for a bit. Somehow it comes out good, delicious, perfect Christmas dinner yeah. stuff. Trust me, it's good, isn't it? It's good stuff. It's good for any any roast dinner. It really is good for any roast dinner at any time. You either love <laughs> it or hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one last one, I think, is uh, I don't I don't take. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Spitball ideas at even Dorking usually take a year off between promotions. <laughs> That's a good point. And thank yeah. you very much for teaching me how to rack some loving this live episode. More of this for the holidays. Uh, well, <laughs> doing it because we couldn't get there, unfortunately. That's ironic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Luke Saunders saying that we probably should have made more subs. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Well, I, yeah. I, was, pretty, I was happy with the second half, really, so I can see why we didn't... <sighs> 
D Bale uh, says, I want promotion, a... but not sure we're ready for League One. Come on. Mindless optimism. It's what I it's what I subscribe to. I don't know why I put that voice on there. Sorry, Jay. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm sorry. No, I just, I'm not actually I'm just very, very I think everyone will be happy with that result in the squad. You know, Mansfield have played really well and you know, first half they were very, very good and it, it, an away ground where it looked quite intimidating and quite loud. Uh, they're in cracking form. I'm, I am very happy with that point. I mean, it leads into good stead for Saturday. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, we better stop because, like I said, I, I'm too much of a skin for him to pay for like the, the sort of big, posh, expensive uh, Zoom. And so uh, we have a time limit. Plus, <laughs> let's be honest, Laszlo is calling me. He wants me to go upstairs and and lounge around on a bit and do a bit of night crawlers. That's what we do when the lights are off. Too much information, I know. Um, but I will say, I didn't notice this before. Um, and it's gone now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'll say Sean Williams is right, saying we're a decent team. It seems that we have a few players not quite firing still. Also, Notts County have only played one team in the top 10. But what I was going back to, so this is the most important thing that sums up the day. Rob Davis says, bread sauce, turkey, brown sauce, butty on Boxing Day. And on that terrifying concept. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's, no. That's just that's minging. <laughs> I'm horrified, but sort of want to try it. I think that's probably the no, point you, in which we use Scarpa, isn't it? No, what you do with your turkey left over from Christmas is you make a curry out of it. And with that bombshell. Yeah. We'll leave you. Yeah, fair <laughs> comment. Absolutely right. So, I've enjoyed pushing myself up against the side of uh, the screen. It reminds me of that time I was in a bus that overturned. Uh, it's been lovely to chat to you. We'll have stuff like Dragonheart. We'll have the final whistle out. Yeah. And then we'll all go again on Saturday. The long trip to Crawley. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, let's see if I, I get to sit next to the aggressive bloke I was next to. Uh, last time I commentated there, he was quite frightening. I hope he, I hope the aggressive bloke is right there. I've got to say because I'll film him this time. <laughs> it'll end up it'll end up on Britain's funniest fights. <laughs> <laughs> Me and an eighty year old old man, uh, him trying to do a chokehold on me with his his massive tattooed arms, and me going. Mullen, Mullen, he crosses uh, like Prince Charles for some reason. I don't know why. I sound like Prince Charles when someone's trying to choke me. Ah, oh, interesting. Well, on that useful information, <laughs> um, let's go for shall we? Thank you, Adios. Jay. And thank, thank you, you very much. for your brilliant questions and comments. Good night, all. <laughs>